Welcome back to another episode of A Breath of Fresh Football. Logan, how are you doing tonight? I'm good, dude. It's been a hot minute since we recorded, hasn't it? Yeah, funny story. So, uh, we, yeah, we've been kind of bad with trying trying to get days to record or we end up forgetting or whatever. But speaking of last Friday, so we were supposed to record last Friday and – I, I, in the back of my head, I knew about it, but I was so busy that I was, I was doing stuff until one o'clock in the morning from after hey, school. Hey man, I completely understand, dude. I've been super busy, but you know what? We got some time today. Let's talk about some football, you know, first day of free agency. Um, have you been keeping up with free agency today? A little bit. Uh, I know the Patriots spent a total of like, $146 million today. Yeah. Uh, first off, Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick never signs players. And today he just goes off. Um, some notable ones he has gone for. Uh, Nelson Aguilar. Yeah. Uh, my personal opinion on that one is he's a decent player. Uh, never really figured it out with the Eagles. Had a good year with the Raiders. But if you're hoping he's your number one receiver, man, I feel bad for Cam Newton because he's better than what they have. I'll give them that. But I don't think he's anything to celebrate. They signed him to a two-year, $26 million contract. That's that's a lot. But they re-signed Cam to a one-year, $14 million deal. Personally, I was really shocked about that. I was not expecting the Patriots to sign Cam Newton back. But I do think the Patriots did realize they had no one around them. And before COVID, Cam Noon looked really, really good. I don't know what all happened once he came back. I know he really struggled the rest of the year. But, uh, I mean, he he has the franchise record for most uh, Russian touchdowns in a season. So, But I was really shocked, and they signed him – to more money than I really expected uh, Cam Noon to get on the free, uh, free agent market. It, um, yeah, I, I'm surprised by it. But they also signed Titans tight end Jonu Smith. Yeah, speaking of him, uh, later in this episode, uh, I sat down, I talked to George, and he did talk about that a little bit. So for those who are listening, if you get uh, get the chance to listen to the whole episode, You'll get to hear uh, George's thoughts on him and uh, Patriots signing him. And so, so do you think that he's worth a four-year, $50 million contract? Well, what George was saying is now he's the third highest paid tight end in the NFL. And personally, uh, I think George was making the point like towards the end of the season, they used him mostly as a blocking tight end, but he did have like eight, receiving touchdowns uh before that so he is a pass catcher they just stopped using him as a pass catcher but personally he said he would have loved to have him back but with the contract the patriots gave him uh he's kind of glad he's okay with let him go yeah well they also they traded for marquise cannon 
They gave a fourth round pick, fifth round pick, sixth round pick, and uh, I'm sorry, they traded away Marquise Cannon. I am sorry. And they gave, they traded Marquise Cannon, a fourth round pick, fifth round, and sixth round pick to the Texans, and they got the Texans' fourth, fifth, and sixth round. Doesn't sound like a very good trade to me. Yeah, uh, I mean, I wish I knew exactly who we're talking about right now. Uh, but I uh, think he's an offensive tackle. Right now, Belichick, if they trade him away, they're just trying to get picks. And uh, the Patriots, they always, they they draft pretty well. And we can't forget, the Patriots had a lot of players that opted out this year. And they're all coming back this year, this next year. Yeah. So that and with all the money they're spending and if they're trying to pile up some picks, you know, you can never bet against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Uh, I don't know how Cam Newton will do. It is another year in the system. And apparently the Patriots liked them, liked what they saw. So they brought them back. So, uh, you know, I, uh, it'll be very interesting to see what happens with the Patriots. Um, another big player they signed, which this one really hurts me, um, Matthew Judon. They traded for Matthew Judon, and um, honestly, they didn't give him that much money. Let me see here. They traded him to a four-year deal for $56 million, and I think that averages out to about around $11, 12000000 million, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. That... Um, I don't know. The Ravens offered him more last season, and he didn't want it, is what they say. I don't know. But they went all out. They got him, Matthew Judon, and they also signed um, Jalen Mills from Eagles. Yeah. A four-year, $24 million contract. Yeah, I did see that. And I I, I mean, I'm not going to lie and say I really know Jalen Mills a lot, but when I saw that, I recognize the name, so I was like, oh, I think that's probably a good signing by them. So, uh, you know, who knows what's going to happen with the Patriots, but, you know, at least they're spending the money they have available. Well, they also went out and got Kendrick Bonier Bonet, to a three-year, $22.5 million contract. Yeah, that's uh, – and it seems like they were the hottest team uh, – at least most activity today. So, let's uh. Now that we're done with pictures, let's go to the Saints. Um, they got they possibly got the quarterback of the future, James Winston, signed to a one-year deal, max uh, value of twelve million dollars. What are you, what are your thoughts on that? I first off, if you first off, if you could pick between James Winston or Taysom Hill, which one are you take him? I. Personally, I think Jameis Winston is better than Taysom Hill. But we didn't get to see it much last year because they started Taysom Hill. Now, Taysom Hill is an interesting player because he can run and he he did show some flashes of throwing it a little bit in his games that he had an opportunity to start in. And I don't think – Taysom Hill's a bad player. I just I think he fits that role of playing running back, tight end, quarterback. You know, he's their little weapon. And I do yeah. think him being the full-time starter 
I don't know if he'll be as effective. But what they're trying to do is that they want competition. They, they're they not naming either one. I know they did restructure Taysom Hill's contract. I, I don't think any – I think all of it's, like, voidable. But if he performs like they hope he does, it could be up to a $140 million contract. Yeah, but – yeah. So uh, what are your thoughts on Drew Brees' return? First off, look, amazing career for Drew Brees. Amazing career. Heck of a person, just a great quarterback. I agree, and I'll be honest, like, it took him forever to retire, and I didn't know why until he did it, and it was because he wanted to retire the day he signed, the same day that he signed with the Saints all those years ago. And honestly, with he was taking so long to retire, I actually started to think he might come back for another year. Because we all saw that training video that came out like maybe a month ago or a couple weeks ago where he was just – he was training. And I was like, oh, you know, I guess he he doesn't want last year to be his last year. But the way he chose to retire the same day he signed, man, that's – you know, that's awesome. So um, I'm happy for him. I think he's going to enjoy retirement. Um too bad he couldn't win more than uh, one Super Bowl. But uh, it's funny, you know, you bring up um, Drew Brees, and I actually just got done uh, watching a video about uh, Drew Brees when he was with the Chargers and the quarterback concert uh, uh, whenever they brought in Phillip Rivers and all that jazz. So uh, what was your thoughts? Um. Honestly, it's kind of sad. It's kind of sad to see. Honestly. I mean, we grew up watching Drew Brees, and it just shows that we're getting older, and a lot of our favorite players are retiring. Yeah, like, I know, like, this is – I remember in high school I made, like, an Instagram post, and it was talking about, like, Peyton Manny, Drew Brees, and Tom Brady, and I was like, you know, in the next five years or whatever – they'll probably be retiring or whatever. And it's kind of crazy because they're three of the, you know, one of the, some of the best QBs to ever play the game. And, you know, Peyton Manny ended up retiring, but uh, Drew Brees and Tom Brady actually lasted a lot longer than I expected them to last. And, you know, Tom Brady's still playing. So, yeah. Oh, Tom Brady, I think, will play for another couple of years. Speaking of retirements, though, Former Bears O-lineman Kyle Long is coming out of retirement, and he'll be a free agent now. I did see that. Um, I don't know how well he is in shape. Uh, He's a lineman, correct? Yes, he is a guard. Yeah, so I don't know how much he'll be wanting on the market either. Um, I would – I mean, Arizona always needs linemen, so, like, if they wanted to go after him, I'd be fine with it. Uh, But – you know, hopefully he catches on somewhere. He finds somewhere he wants to play. But I don't think there – I don't know if there's going to be a reunion in Chicago. Um, I think they have guards. So, I don't know if they have room. But I also know there was – after he retired the first time, it sounded like he was kind of fed up with their coaching staff. 
And I know a lot of the coaches that were there are gone now, uh, except for Matt Nagy, of course. But I don't know. I don't know if that's a reunion that would happen or not. Uh, but hopefully, it catches on somewhere. Yeah, I can agree with that. So let's go to our next topic. And let's talk about some some of the teams that were tagged in. Is there anybody you're surprised was franchise tagged or you're not surprised? Um so Allen Robinson was That's not as that's not that's, a surprise. Allen Robinson, he's a phenomenal receiver. They just have no quarterback right now. And I if the Bears can pull it off and they get Russell Wilson, uh you know him, or even Deshaun, or Watson. Deshaun Watson. Uh, I don't know what's the Texans are being so weird about that, and I don't know what their thought process is. Because Watson wants out, but the Texans want to keep him. I don't know; it's confusing. But um, I do think if they land Russell Wilson, that connection there is going to be phenomenal. But and Russell Wilson seems. To want to go to Chicago, he's fine with. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I really thought that was really interesting, and I don't know if the Seahawks are going to trade him because it's hard to trade a quarterback like that. And I do think Russell Wilson is okay staying in Seattle, but I don't really know what's all going on. I know it sounds like Russell's wanting uh, demanding stuff. And I so I don't know what's all happening on that situation, but I think he's probably tired of getting sacked every. Yeah, other I think Chicago is ready. They're preparing a package that the Seahawks cannot refuse. So uh, I good luck to the Bears. I, I you know I I made a joke on Twitter and said, you know I'm not a Bears fan. And but if Russell Wilson went to the Bears, that may be a jersey I buy. Yeah. Um, another person who was franchise tag, Chris Godwin. Um, are you surprised that they franchise tag Chris Godwin over Levante David or Shaq Barrett? Well, they ended up signing Shaq Barrett today. Yep, Shaq Barrett actually got signed to a is that four years a four year four year seventy two million, and then Levante David was signed to a two year twenty five million deal. Which, uh, yeah, I mean they deserve it. They're probably the best. At, I mean, best two linebackers and one of the best two linebackers in the league. But are you still surprised that they didn't use the franchise tag on them? Or you know maybe are you surprised that they didn't get a contract done with Chris Godwin? Um. Hmm, man, I don't. I'm not really surprised. I because I mean they obviously re-signed them today, so they 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 felt like they had the opportunity to bring them back. So not using a franchise tag. Uh, I don't know what the franchise tag would have been for linebackers, or um, you know whatever. Uh, Chris Godwin's projected to get $15 million a year. I feel like you could have gotten him on a long-term deal for cheaper. I think they just franchise tagged him for now, and then they're going to work out a longer deal because they wanted to keep him around. They want to keep everyone together. And it, and they also, the Bucks also re-signed Gronk today. So they'll 
the only did. person they don't have re-signed from the squad is I think Leonard Fournette and and Antonio Brown and Antonio Brown. So Gronkowski got one year ten. Uh, he got a one year, yep. one year ten million. Yeah, and I mean, and we saw in Super Bowl he still Gronk. He had that Gronk yeah. caliber. Uh, I mean, during the season he didn't play as well, but. He, I mean, as we saw in the Super Bowl, he's still Gronk. So, and uh, so, you know, um, another big name that was franchise tag, Justin Simmons, safety for the Broncos. Uh, you've grown up with your dad being a Broncos fan. What are your thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, my dad's a Broncos fan, but um, I, to be honest, I don't really know who. I'm not really too familiar with Justin Simmons. I know he's. Um, I know he's a pretty he's, good safety, and it was kind of expected for them to franchise tag him. Yeah. Um. So I think it's a good move by them, if uh, they feel like he's a perennial piece of their defense, then you know bringing him back on a franchise tag, and I assume they're hoping to uh, make the deal uh, extend him longer. Yeah. Um, so there's, I'm going to read off a couple names that are ask, tell me if you're surprised if they were fr- not franchise tagged. Um, Keenan Newell from safety for Falcons was not franchise tagged. Hunter Henry is a surprising one that was not franchise tagged. Yeah, I, um, I am a little interested about that one, but I think the chargers, I could be wrong. Aren't they like. Where are they laying in the draft? Um, fifteen? No, I want to say in the teens for sure. Oh, some reason I thought it was a little bit earlier, but I think Kyle Pitts from Florida could be a target for them. They could let Hunter walk and then target. They are. They are thirteen. Kyle Pitts could drop to 13. I could really see that happening. And I think that would be a target for them. Or they could even trade up and try to get him. So I I think Kyle Pitts could be a, one of their targets. Uh, I think they'll let Henry, uh, Hunter walk and then try to get Kyle Pitts. Um, another one is Shaquille Griffin. Safety for the Seahawks. I was kind of interested about that because uh, I know how the Seahawks have been with him and his brother the last couple of years. But, I I mean, I guess we'll see what happens. Um, this, I don't know if the Seahawks have a lot of money right now or available, and I don't really know what their plans are with Russell right now. So I don't think they know what they're doing, but that one was interesting. As a Cardinals fan, what about Hassan Reddick not being franchise? Well, the thing about it was funny because I actually talked about that in our later segment with George because he asked about it. But what happened with him was, you know, we drafted him four years ago, and the first three years he was just awful. So we declined his uh, fifth year option, option, and of course. During his fourth year, he just goes goes off, and of course we don't have that fifth year fifth year option, so he's a free agent. 
And I do think before we got J.J. Watt that we would have brought him back. I think he would have been a target we would have brought back. But now that we spent so much money on J.J. Watt, we just don't have the money to bring him back, unfortunately. Um, So we got some breaking news right in the middle of this podcast. Washington Redskins are signing free agent quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick to a one-year, $10 million deal. Wow. Talk about – they were – I did see they were wanting to have a QB competition, but bringing Ryan Fitzpatrick in, uh, you have Tyler Henneke that did well in that playoff game, and plus they got Kyle Allen that's coming off his broken ankle. I mean, that's – I, I mean, none of them are spectacular, but they're all going to get the job done. And I do think all um, da, uh, Ron Rivera wants is a – I feel like all he wants is a game manager, and I do think they could manage the offense well, whoever wins the job. So that's very interesting. I was not expecting Washington to sign Ryan Fitzpatrick. So back to kind of the franchise tag. Um, Aaron Jones was signed to Green Bay for a four-year, $48 million deal. Were you surprised, though, he was not franchise tagged? I mean, you draft a running back in the second round, and then you re-sign a running back. What are, what are your thoughts I on was, that? So when they didn't franchise tag him, I wasn't surprised because, like you said, they just drafted a running back in the second round. So I thought – with them letting, uh, letting him go, I was like, okay, maybe I guess they believe in – is it A.J. Dillon is the guy's name? That's what AJ I thought. A.J. Dillon. So I thought they maybe believed in him. But, again, A.J. didn't play much this year. So it, I'm actually surprised that they did bring him back. Uh, but, you know, after spending a second-round pick and then you just bring back your star running back, it just makes me – question you know going back to that draft they took a they took a backup quarterback in the first round and a backup running back in the second round and uh yeah that's just so wild because Aaron Rodgers needs help he needs receivers linemen whatever and they decided to draft two backups in the first two rounds and they haven't done anything at all today during free agency. They didn't re-sign um, Corey Lindsley. He signed with the Chargers on a five-year, $62.5 million deal. So they lost their all-pro center. Uh, personally, I think in the next couple of years, uh, Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay, that, I think that's going to get a little messy out there. I think they're not doing anything to help him. And I think he's on one out eventually. Because they lost – there was a couple receivers. I mean, Corey Davis they could have signed, but he signed with the Jets from a $3 million, $37 million – a three-year, $37 million deal. Um, you had – there's still Kenny Galladay out there they can get, though. He's still an option for them. Um, Marvin Jones is still an option. A.J. Green still out there. So, I mean, they still could get him something, but, like, he – Devontae Adams can't do it all. Exactly. Yeah. He really can't. So, I mean, they Allen Robinson's gone off the board. Chris Godwin's off the board for wide receivers. 
Um, you got Juju, though. You got Kenny Galladay. Yeah, speaking of Juju, it was a report came out today that he told his teammates that he won't be returning. And you honestly, I think that's best for the Steelers. Juju, he's kind of like Antonio Brown his last few years. He's just he's thinking about himself. He's just trying to be flashy and all that. And you you can't be a mediocre receiver and do yeah. that. I agree. I mean, like, if Devontae Adams want to do that, I mean, no one's going to say anything because he proves it. Juju doesn't really yeah. prove it. He's more worried about dancing on logos, TikTok, and dancing than catching exactly. the ball. I mean, I remember his rookie year and second year, all he cared about was his dancing, was his touchdown celebration. That's all he cared about. I remember he went to Twitter trying to ask for opinions what to do, and that's that's all he cared about. Maybe you should focus on your game. Yeah. You're you're a rookie. You're, you've been in the NFL one year. You don't have that option yeah. yet. Prove yourself, and then you yeah. can do that. Um. But uh, also, what are your thoughts on the Chiefs? So the Chiefs did get they released two alignment. They released Eric Fisher and Mitch Schwartz. How do you think Pat Mahomes feels about that? Uh, I think they got rid of the right guys. I think. Um... Uh, my girlfriend's uh, sister's uh, fiance is a Chiefs fan, and I don't think he really—I didn't really talk to him too much about it. But I don't think he was too big of a fan of Eric Fisher. And then the other lineman, I don't really know. Um, but the Chiefs did go out but and sign a lineman today, and Patrick Mahomes—they did signed... tweet about it, and he was happy about it. So. They signed Joe Thune to a five-year, $80 million contract. First off, let's talk about this. The Chiefs were negative in the cap, what, four or five days ago? And they cleared up 20, 20 $30 million worth of cap space just by reconstruction and releasing guys. I mean, that's a good GM in my mind. You signed a big, brawly, good offensive guard, but they need to – you know, maybe they can get something in the draft with tackles. This ta- this draft is great with tackles. It's got a lot of depth with tackles. Maybe they double dip in tackles. Um, maybe the Ravens are trying to trade Orlando Brown. Maybe they trade Orlando Brown. I mean, we, we don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I agree with you. You said, and I think a big re, uh, restructuring was uh, Patrick Mahomes restructured his contract for this year. Like, I think it's just this year he restructured – which that's huge. Like, you know, Patrick wants to – he wants to continue to go Super Bowls. And uh, kind of like how Tom Brady took less money all those years, you know, I'm sure Patrick Mahomes will do it for a few, maybe five, ten years or, you know, whatever time he feels like he wants to give money back to the Chiefs. But, you know, he will get to a point one day where he will want the money and – uh, kind of like the way Tom Brady got, but um, you know he wants to he wants to go to Super Bowls. He wants to he wants to get rings, and he wants to be the greatest. Try to be the greatest QB of all time. So, you know him willing to do that could help his legacy. So, and I agree. Um, let's talk about your Cardinals a little more, though. So, JJ Watt, um, you gotta be pretty special to unretire a number. Yeah. 
JJ Watt gets his yeah, number 99. Yeah, uh, personally, I don't really know who that guy was. I know he was a really old player, but just the the family willing to unre uh would unretire it for JJ is huge. And I, you know, I can't remember we talked about JJ last episode. I think we did, but man, I was I'm just I'm still shocked about it. I do know that we did give him a lot of money though. Um, so, um, I do think it's going to hurt us a little bit cause we, we need to fill up other pieces and we really haven't cut many people. One of the craziest cuts we made, we had this guy on a three year, $22 million contract and he played we signed him in 2019 and he played no games with us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Robert Alford. But funny part is. We cut him, but we brought him back on a cheaper deal. So I guess he still wanted to stay in Arizona. Uh, and obviously, he hasn't even played a game. So, like, if I went somewhere and I hadn't played a game for the team, I would feel like I owe that team, you know. Um, yeah. Well, also, though, you guys are losing uh, – you guys haven't re-signed Pat Pete yet. So maybe he comes back, maybe doesn't. But there's also a lot of scores yeah, out there. Uh, the Titans released Malcolm Butler. Um, the Chargers released Casey Hayward, which I was surprised by that one. Going uh, going back to Pat, uh, Patrick P. Um, you know Patrick is a great player, and I would want I I would want him I want him to retire a Cardinal, but at the same time, the kind of, I don't know what his asking price is right now. But before the season, uh, if it's still what it was before the season, he's not worth it anymore. This year he showed it. I mean, he he's a he's a not a bad cornerback, but he's not that number one guy anymore. And he, he showed that this year. That. Um, and if he does want to come back to Arizona, he's got to take a pay cut to be here. Uh, and hopefully, you know, with the JJ Watt signing, us bringing back Marcus Golden, you know, maybe he's gonna see that. And it's going to have a trickle effect where people will want to come to the desert. They'll come on cheaper deals. So if Patrick P wants to bet on himself another year and say, you know, I can prove myself again. I want to, I want to be here. I want to see what we have, you know, with JJ and Jones coming back. Uh, You know, hopefully he does take less and comes back. But I think with the way it is, I think, They'll probably sign a cornerback, and I think they're going to draft one 16 overall. So I don't, I don't think Patrick P. comes back. Well, you guys also did re-sign Marquise Golden to a two-year $9 million contract. So, I mean, you guys you guys got your defense good. Um, you know, you got a safety. You got Buda Baker. Your linebacker core is not terrible. Yes, you guys need a corner. I see you – I. I could see you guys going possibly linebacker. Yeah. If that Micah Pearson from Penn State's there, I could see you guys going well, if, him. Yeah, if Micah Pearson fell that far, then, yeah, you got to pull the trigger. But we did – I mean, I don't really uh, – I mean, we technically got Simmons last year. So going another linebacker – I know Simmons kind of plays safety. He plays all over the place, but – you know, going to another linebacker, uh, I don't know if that would be the smartest. But if, you know, Micah's there, you got to pull the trigger. I do think corn. I do think our biggest needs are 
corner or lineman. I do think that's what they're going to go either first round or second round. But, you know, like George was saying uh, earlier, uh, later in the podcast, he'll say, he was just like, you know, you never know what's going to happen with the draft. I mean, you, you honestly never even know until the day of or the day before. So, yeah. Remember when the Rams shocked everyone by taking Todd Gurley? Honestly, I don't remember that draft. Um, but, uh, was was Gurley a first round pick or was he? He was, yeah, he was tenth overall. Tenth overall? I don't remember that. Wasn't he coming off an ACL tear too? Yeah, um, yeah. So let's talk about another team though that went kind of crazy in free agency. Let's talk about the Texans first off. Uh, Mark Ingram signed a one year, three million dollar deal. Okay, so okay, let's let's start maybe they there. Uh, I wouldn't say that's a splash of a signing. I know you're a big Mark Ingram fan, you know, you loved him with the Ravens, but his days are past him. Yeah, but he's a good if you need if it's a third and two and you need someone to get that two yards, I he's did a just, guy. you know, David Johnson's uh, not I the just answer thought, for uh, when you were we were talking about. Mark Ingram. I just realized they signed him to be the backup because they have David Johnson. So now that I think of that, of him being the backup, they pretty much replaced Duke Johnson, who was the backup, with Mark Ingram. I think that's an upgrade. So I do think that's a good signing. But again, the Houston Texans are a mess right now. I don't know if they even have any receivers. Um, Watson... They haven't resigned Will. Yeah, Watson's not going to come back. You know, he's on one out. He's going to sit out. Whatever happens with that situation, and then all that is a mess. But it's something else I just thought of: the the Texans head coach came from the Ravens, so him bringing in Mark Ingram, I I, I see the connection now. And he also brought in um, former wide receiver special teamers Chris Moore to a one year two million dollar. Chris Moore, he's a special teams guy. He's 100% a special teams guy. He'll, he'll probably be a fifth receiver, you know, on the depth chart. But they also brought um, Pro Bowl returner Andre Roberts from the Bills. Man, Andre Roberts, so, if that's and, the guy I'm thinking of. That's the guy that played for Arizona all those years ago. Let me look it up. Andre Roberts. I, but they also signed veteran linebacker Camus Grugier Hill. To a one-year contract worth three million. So they've been signing a lot. It's not any flashy signings, but I, I mean, right now they're a mess. It's something. Okay, so um, I got, I got the wing. I got his uh, profile picked, uh, pulled up. He was, and I am shocked that this guy is still active right now. I, I, I'm shocked, but I think that's a. Uh, I don't think that's a bad signing. He's a. He's a returns. Uh, he's a wide receiver slash return specialist. So uh, I think that is a uh, you know with whatever they're trying to do out there, I do think that's a, a decent signing for him. Yeah, um, but back to your cards a little bit. You know, you say offensive lineman in the draft. You still got Trent Williams though in free agency. Um, the Chargers just released Trey Turner. You still got oh goodness, what is his name? Um, Michael Schwartz, Eric Fisher. You still got all those guys. So I, I see 
the Cardinals go in free agency. I hope so, but I don't know what has happened. I don't know how many people – I don't know how much has – I don't think we have money. I think after the J.J. Watt signing, we only have like $13 So I don't – again, I don't know if they've cut anyone since then. Or what the cap is looking right, uh, looking like right now, but I don't, I don't think we have money to really sign a lineman as much as I want them to. You guys have twenty, 20 million, million in cap. I mean, we could bring in yeah. a guy, but it, is that including the Marcus Golden signing today? Oof, I, yeah, I don't so think so. I don't know. I don't know. We don't really have money to spend right now. And so I don't, I think they're going to, I'm hoping they draft well. And I'm hoping, I hope Cliff figures it out. Cause I really like Cliff, but you know, there's a lot of games we lost because of him and his play calling. And you know, the, the way we started the year finishing eight and eight is a disappointment, even though it's an improvement from the previous season. It's still a disappointment. So, yeah, I I can I can agree with that. Um, but I don't know. But uh, on other news, the Ravens finally got that lineman they needed. They got Kevin Zetler. He is a guard from New York, the Giants, and they signed to a three-year, twenty-two point five million dollar contract. I'm ex- I'm I'm happy. That was our biggest issue last year. We got tackles. We get, we need a center, and I, I honestly see them drafting. I hope they get Creed Humphrey in the draft. I love Creed Humphrey, but ever since Marshall Yonda left, we have not had uh, – we've had that hole right there. And I know it's impossible to replace Marshall Yonda, but this is a good signing that I'm happy about. Um, they also re-signed Pernell McPhee. Yeah, veteran guy, but we lost Matthew Judon and um, – we lost Yannick Naguka, is that his name, to the Raiders. Uh, the Raiders signed him. So I'm, I'm okay with that. We need a tire spouser. I see us possibly going edge, too. But on the other news, though, the, the Rams re-signed Leonard Floyd to a four-year, $64 million contract. Kyle, what are I think it's a good uh, good signing, uh, the Rams. Uh, he did really well in the Rams system last year, and he, he earned the money. So um, I don't really know. Uh, you know, the Rams are weird because they have, like, no first-round picks for, like, who knows how many years. We talked about it on a previous podcast, but, like, you know they're not going to be able to replace people, so they, they yeah they got to bring them back. Yeah. So uh, they lost John Johnson the third to the Browns for a three million thirty yeah, three point seven five million about dollar that. contract. And I did read a tweet today uh, from someone, and they were they were shocked that the Browns got him, but they thought <coughs> it was a great signing by the Browns. Because him paired with whoever else they got over there is going to be a deadly combo there. So, And they also lost uh, their outside linebacker, Samson Abkukam, I think that's how you say it. Um, He signed with the 49ers on a two-year, $13.5 million contract. 
So, I mean, they they got their key guy, but there was also other people they honestly could have gotten. I mean, Bud Dupree. I mean, yeah, Bud Dupree's now with the Titans on a $16.5 million annually deal. I don't know how many years it is. But, I mean, you had other people that I feel like you could have gotten over Leonard Floyd. That yeah, better. you could have, and I, I get what you're saying. But at the same time, Leonard was in that system last year, and he did really well. So, yeah. You know. um, let's Speaking of Bud Dupree, let's talk about Steelers. They, they're losing Juju Smith. They lost Bud Dupree. Um, they just lost – Matt Feeler to the Chargers on a three-year, $21 million contract. The Chargers went all out on their line to protect Justin Herbert. So, you know Justin Herbert's their guy of the future. But you also lost Marquise Pouncey to Fringy. So, you've lost – they've lost two to three linemen. How do, do – they, do they get linemen in a draft? What do Not they do only that all guy? that, but isn't uh, James Conner a free agent possibly? James Conner's a free agent. So – do they t- and they're talking, you know, do they take offensive lineman first round? Do they take running back? Do they try to get a receiver? They got Chase Claypool, Dante Johnson. But Dante Johnson can't really catch. Chase Claypool's still young. What do you what do they do? Uh, hopefully instance? we get to have your Steelers friend on soon, but Yeah, I'm gonna yeah, try to but, um, soon. Um, I think the Steelers are a mess right now. Um you know it's Big Ben's got a couple years left, and then when he's gone, Dwayne Haskins. My friends all over Dwayne Haskins, but it's Dwayne Haskins. He he doesn't yeah, put in the effort. Yeah, uh, I do think him getting another chance, he is gonna change his ways. But at, again, the games that Dwayne Haskins played in, he really hasn't looked like he could read a defense. And a lot of people forget this, but. I do believe Urban Meyer made a comment where he had to kind of like dumb down the offense for Dwayne Haskins. So I don't know. I do. I, I want to believe the Haskins can turn it around, but I wouldn't be bought on that. But I also think them bringing back Ben Rossenberg and losing everything they're losing. It's kind of a waste here because like, you know, Ben's you know, Ben didn't look really well. He didn't look good last year. And he's not gonna look any better this coming year because he doesn't he doesn't put the work in. Like, you know, Tom Brady is still playing at an elite level and, is because he eats at elite level. He trains at elite level. That's why he's such in good shape. He's winning Super Bowls. And Ben Rosenberg's never done that. He he probably goes and eats burgers every every week. Uh, you know, it doesn't look like he trains really well. I mean, I don't know if you've, uh, you know, that old video. It was like, I think it was him and Michael Vick were doing um, some uh, training stuff. Oh, the, yeah. They, the yeah, bags exactly. were being thrown. He was they were like trying chugging to. Chugging them off, and... and Michael Vick was like going all around it. But I don't, I don't, I don't think the Steelers have. I think they have a good defense, uh, but I don't I don't know about that offense right now. Yeah. Um, some more free agency news. The Panthers kind of went a little um, – they tried to beef up their line. They signed former Vikings guard Pat Elfline to a three-year, $13.5 million contract. And they also signed 
Cam Irving to a two-year, $10 million contract. Not big-name guys, but, I mean, their line needed some work. Teddy Bridgewater, he was having a rough time with last year. And, honestly, they might get Trey Lance in the – Trey Lance is going to need some protection. Now there's talks of them getting Trey Lance. Um, Justin Fields, possibly. There's talks of them getting a new quarterback. I'm a big Teddy Bridgewater guy. You know, before his ankle injury or his knee injury, he was he was great. I thought he was really good. Um, I I'm kind of so, mixed bags about Teddy. I I did think before the injury he was a good or a decent QB, but I don't think he was anything spectacular. I think he was a good game manager, and like we saw it, like you know, Teddy did get hurt, but didn't. And you could correct me if I'm wrong. But I mean, Sam Bradford did all. Was did they bring in Sam Bradford after that? And then it was I Case think, Keenum. I and think Case so. Yeah. Keenum took him to the NSC Championship. Correct. Yeah. Yes. Well, but Teddy Bridgewater's had a rough NFL career. I remember watching a game, and he just got. I don't remember who they were playing, but he got leveled by a linebacker, and he was knocked out. He uh, he's fragile. I like him. I thought he was a good quarterback at Louisville and everything, but he uh, he gets beat on yeah. a lot. And, uh, I yeah, I do. I have heard the rumors of them getting a QB in the draft. And because uh, I don't think Teddy's the future. You know, I'm happy that he got the payday he did. Uh, but I do think if they – they'll probably let him start at the beginning of next year. But until, say, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, whoever they take. I, I, we don't know how the the QB draft part of it's going to go. Um, but whoever they do go, I do think Teddy will start the year as the quarterback. But I don't think that stays all year. No, I can agree with that. Um, some other free agent signings. The Bengals signed Trey Hendrickson from the Saints to a four-year, $60 million contract. And the Jets signed Carl Lawson to a three-year, $45 million contract. So the Bengals lose Carl Lawson, but do you think they got a better deal with Trey Hendrickson instead uh, of Carl Lawson? I, don't, I honestly don't even know who those two people are. <laughs> um, so, yes. Trey Hendrickson, I feel, is a lot better than Carl Lawson. Carl Lawson was good, but he just he's getting up there in age, and he wasn't performing to his caliber. Um, the Jaguars got some okay players. They signed Philip Dorsett. He used to be the right receiver for the Patriots, and I don't remember who else he played for. And then they signed safety Rashad Jenkins. Um, so big eight, we mostly talked about the big for agents today. The other, the other big one is the Lions signed Romeo Okwara to a three-year, $39 million contract. I could be wrong there, but didn't they resign? He was on the team, right? Yes. I'm sorry. He resigned. Thank you for that. From my understanding is he wanted to stay in Detroit. He wanted to make Detroit home. So him wanting to stay yeah. there and you know them wanting to bring him back, I do think that's a uh, good signing by them. Um, so hopefully he does well and uh, hopefully he gets his, the money 
that he uh, hopefully he earns all that money. Because I know with an NFL contract, they're not fully um, – what's the word I'm trying to think of? Fully guaranteed. So, Yeah. Um, for, so for our last segment here, I'm just going to name out some notable free agents that are still available. And I want – we'll talk about where we think they'll land. So, Kenny Galladay, where do you think he's going to Well, before up? the Nelson Aguilar signing, I thought maybe the Patriots. But really, Kenny, you could see landing with any wide receiver-hungry team. You know, the Ravens need someone, so, like, I could see that. The the big things with the Ravens, they can, they're not going to be able to afford that right now. Um the wide receiver, I see the Ravens possibly going for Marvin Jones or AJ Green, yeah. which I would I would love that. We need a big brawler receiver. I honestly see him going to either the Jets or the Packers. The Packers I think the need Packers a number two receiver. There, uh, Kenny Dalladay is a underrated receiver, but the Jets, I I mean, I could see it, but they just signed Corey Davis, so like. Uh, though they do need another receiver, I don't know if they will. But so I honestly I don't know, and I don't I haven't really seen too much about who's interested. Uh, I mean, you know, Arizona is another team that needs a receiver, but like I was saying earlier, really don't have the money. So yeah, yeah and he's gonna want a payday. I I don't know, um, Trent Williams. Offensive tackle. Uh, you know, free agency is so hard because uh, there's so much movement. And, you know, every team could upgrade the offensive line. You know, offensive line's never really perfect. And, again, you know, there's so much movement with offensive linemen. And, you know, that that's, a, that's another reason why you never see anyone wearing an offensive lineman jersey. So, Yeah. Well, and also, I mean, Trent Williams is going to want to get paid. Um, I that one's a tough one. I honestly, I could see maybe the Redskins. Um, I could see him going back to the 49ers on a cheaper deal yeah. if he doesn't get signed. Um, here's a good one, Juju. Where do you think Juju Smith Schuster is going to end up? Um, you know, based with everything that happened last year, I don't think the Patriots. Uh, you know, I don't know about the Ravens. Arizona wouldn't bring them. Uh, honestly, I don't know. Some reason I want to say the Raiders, but the Raiders I hope learned from I could see that. Brown, and they don't go down the same <laughs> rabbit hole or whatever. But you know, I don't know who's gonna sign him. Um, so. I. I think the Lions, if they don't get Kenny Galladay back, they're they're gonna go for the next best thing receiver, which is although Juju. the I don't know if the Lions are ready to contend. I know they do got uh, Jared Goff, but you do make a good point. Getting Kenny Galladay is leaving, but you know the Lions are a bit of a mess there too, and I don't know if uh, any free agent would really want to go there, so. Oh, um, I'm going to read off a couple more. Will Fuller. I would like to see him in Arizona. I don't know what kind of contract he's looking for because he's coming off that PED suspension. 
Uh, so I don't know what contracts he's uh, gonna get, but uh, I think I think the Ravens would be another uh, good option there. Yeah, I yeah again, I see the Packers. The Packers I have can, been linked. I think there a was a bit of trade talk um, before the trade deadline about that, so I could see that too. Yeah, what about Javion? I, I I think he had a pretty bad year last year, so I don't know where he's on land. He did. It took him forever to sign last year, and he went to the Titans on a. I don't even know how much it was for one year, and I think I don't remember. It was it was in double digits. I think I want to say yeah, 15, something like that. Don't I don't know. know, but I, he did not have a good year, so I don't know. What kind of interest he's gonna get, or you know, he's probably gonna be asking. I can see him going yeah, back to the Texans. I can see that. Um, I mean, they got rid of JJ Watt. They need a they need a defensive lineman. Yeah, I, I could see that. see that, but so, but I don't know what will happen with him. Here's a shocking one to me: Hunter Henry. So Hunter Henry is actually a, a very good tight end when healthy. He's always he's injury prone, but when he's I do out think there, um you know there is a possibility that he's testing the market, but he may want to go back to San. Uh, oh, I almost said San Diego, but Los Angeles. Uh, I am. I apologize if we have any San Diego. Uh, San. Oh my God, San Diego Charger fans out there that are still uh. Upset, yeah, bitter, upset about bitter. Uh, them leaving. But, you know, I don't really know where he's going to land. You know, the Patriots brought in a – Patriots are really known for tight ends, and they brought in uh, the pers- uh, the guy they targeted. Um, I don't really know who else really needs tight ends. Uh, isn't uh, Waller for the Raiders a free agent? No, he's not. Okay. No, he is not. I, I can possibly see him going to the Cowboys, maybe. Did, but does the Cowboys have enough money after signing Dak Prescott? Uh, speaking of some we haven't talked about, Dak Prescott. What did you think of his deal? Yeah. Four year, $160 million? Not worth it. I'm sorry if you're a Cowboy fan. Not worth it. He's the second highest paid quarterback in the league. And, you know, being a Ravens fan – Lamar's going to want that much money. And that that's the thing is, he's like, well, Dak Prescott got it. And yeah, the, honestly, Dak Prescott didn't deserve that. Don't know why they did it. He's a good quarterback, but he ain't worth that much. I am sorry. No player yeah, worth that I much. Mean, Not even Pat Mahomes. With the signing he, bonus this year, he's making $75 million. In year one of his contract, coming yeah. off a broken ankle. Yeah. And how are you guys going to re-sign Amari Cooper? That's going to be a free agent soon. Zeke, um, your Zach Martin. I think Zach Martin might have two years left. Well, Zeke, I he's going to want a big contract because um, he held out last. Was it last year or the year before? I think they put him on a two million two year though. I don't know. Um, you know, you got Leighton Vander Esch, who's a good linebacker. You know, you got all you got Demarcus Lawrence. I I think a lot yeah. of the money Who's in taking... the contract is in signing bonuses, though. 
So I do think it's, a, it's actually but a cheap contract against the cap. Because I think they made a lot of the money as signing bonuses, and I could be wrong about that. But I think, I believe that's what it is. So, like, I don't think it's a awful deal, but it, it was just, it was more money than I expected for someone who broke their ankle. I, That's something, though, you pay a top, Five quarterback in the league. He's not. I mean, he, his rookie year, he was good. He's good, but he doesn't get him over that hump. It's kind of like Lamar. And I love Lamar. Lamar's very good, but he can't get him over that hump. Yeah. You got to prove yourself to earn that money. Pat Mahomes did. Pat Mahomes said, hey, my first year starting, I'm going to win Super Bowl MVP. I'm going to throw for 50 touchdowns, 5,000 yards. Boom, did it. And then second year, I'm going to win you guys Super yeah. Bowl. Boom, did it. He deserves that big contract. Dak Prescott has he won rookie of the year. He now he throws for a lot of yards. I'll give you that. But yeah, the Mari Cooper, you got I C D Lamb now. Yeah, you got but Michael at the Gallup. same time, uh Kellen Moore also makes that offense a little friendly to him. Uh, so he I think exactly. Kellen Moore has helped has helped Dak Prescott out a lot. And it's kind of crazy. You know, you know, P- Dak Prescott when he got drafted, he was the third QB. You know, Kellen Moore was the second, and Tony Romo was the first. Kellen Moore got hurt early in either training camp or preseason, and then Tony Romo got hurt, and then Dak Prescott landed himself the starting role, and he ran away with it, and you know he. Although, you know, we may not think he's worth that contract. He, you know, he played well and he got his money. So, you know, good for him. Yeah, it it's – they're just not going to have yeah, money Yeah, my, my friend Ryan that we had on, uh, I believe it was like the second the, – the second smaller pod. We had part two of episode one. Uh, I was talking to him after Dak signed, and he wasn't really happy with it. He thought it was kind of dumb what they did. Um, and he didn't even – that was before he realized. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I just – I wouldn't have signed him that much money. You got to prove it to me. Um, another kind of bigger name in free agency, T.Y. Hilton. Uh, yeah, I don't Hilton know where he's going to go. Uh, you know, I want to think he'll go back to the Colts, but I don't know if he really had that good of a year last year. I don't really remember too many. Yeah. He, he hasn't been decent. I mean, he's been eh. – he hasn't done much since Andrew Luck left. Um, speaking of that, I don't know if we talked uh, well, last I think week we about recorded like Carson two or three Wentz being traded. Did we talk about that last week? The weeks go by so fast. Time we... um, yeah. But I personally think Carson Wentz is going to be – we'll just make it quick. I think he's going to be back to his MVP caliber in Indianapolis. 
He's got yeah, a good system around good him. He's line, got coaches uh, that care. Good running back. Uh, I think he'll do good. His, there. He's already working out with his receivers, and I don't even think the trade has been official yet. I could be wrong about it, but he's already working out with players. Uh, yeah. I think I think he's gonna come back and be. And oh, for those that continue listening, George did make a prediction about that com that division and he did he does think the Colts are gonna win the division that's coming from a Titans fan um yeah yeah I could see that yeah I can only see that I uh I'm excited to see how he does um Bills but- Prediction time right yeah, here. I, I could see Bills it. are going to win it all next year. Call it. Bills, I think Josh Allen's going to come in with a chip on his shoulder. Him, Stephon Diggs are going to work. They're going to get something in the draft. Yep. They're going to draft well. Um, AJ Epinesa is going to start playing more, and he's just going to tear it up. Um, they're going to fill their needs. They are going to fill their needs. They need they need another corner, which they could find one right here. Here's a weird um, prediction. I, I, I see them doing Patrick it next year. Peterson to sign with the Bills. Honestly, yeah, that'd be a good pick for him. Um, right now, and I, I love the Ravens, but they gotta get a true yeah. number one receiver. You can't throw to a five, six, five, nine, hundred sixty five pound guy. I'm sorry, that's not a true number one receiver in this day and age. You can't throw to Mark Andrews every time. The real threat for the Chiefs right now, besides the Buccaneers, obviously, is Josh Allen those Bills. Josh Allen, he was so close, and he wants to win. He loves Buffalo. He loves Buffalo. Yeah. He loves the city, he loves the people, and he's going to do everything he can to finally bring him a Super Bowl. And I see it happening. Next year, him and Stephon Diggs are going to carry that team because that's that's honestly that's the best duo I feel like besides honestly Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams that's the best duo. They killed it this year. They're going to they got rid of John Brown, which okay, but they got Cole Beasley, which Cole Beasley is probably the best slot receiver in the league. He's always been a very good slot. They're going to get an outside guy. Honestly, they could pick up Will Fuller maybe. We don't know. They could get maybe they can go get Kenny Galladay. They're going to get a receiver they're going to beef up that defense because that offense is is fine. That offense is powerhouse. You got to beef up on the defense. That's a young defense. They're fast. They're they're hungry. You're gonna get some, you got to get some key players. You're going to work your butt off in the off season. You're going to tear it up in the regular season. Yeah. And then playoff time, you're I just going to kill that. everybody. And they're going to win the Super Bowl. I guarantee it. True. And uh, don't hate on me, guys. If I'm wrong, it's a prediction. That well, I would like to thank yeah, everyone it was, for listening. Uh, you know, Kyle, hopefully, like always, it's great uh, to talk and just hang out. Us, talk about hopefully, football. we can get on. Um, if you made it better recording schedule, but it was actually nice to sit down and talk some football. And I think we actually uh, talked a lot longer than I expected. But please stay around. Uh, we have the next part of uh, me sitting down with George that will be part of this episode. So you can, uh, if you want to check out, you can check out. But if you want to hear about uh, the Titans and George's thoughts, uh, all things Titans football, uh, he was very knowledgeable on what he gave me. And I do think 
it was a good little interview, so I hope you enjoy. All right. Um, also, if you guys have made it this far, again, thank you. I mean, you guys are – honestly, I just want to talk to my friend, talk about football. You guys are the reason, though, we like doing this. You know, we get to share our knowledge and stuff with the world. So I really appreciate it. <laughs> if you honestly listen to my voice for an hour and five minutes, kudos to yep, you. Yep, see ya. Hello, the man, the myth, and the legend, George. What's going on? <laughs> well, thank you for coming on to the pod. My pleasure. Well, let's jump into, so uh, for those who are listening, uh, George is a big uh, Tennessee Titans fan. So uh, let's jump into our first question here. Uh, what was your thoughts on the Titans playoff game? Uh, what happened there? Yeah. Um, you know, every time I think I'm over it, and someone like brings it up again, I get mad all over again. <laughs> um, that game was a terribly, terribly coached game um, from Mike Vrabel to Arthur Smith, to their offensive coordinator. Um, I can't, so, I mean, some people will tell you, and like some people that I see on Twitter will tell you that like you, you can't be mad at Arthur Smith because, you know, he was such a, he was a centerpiece of their offense and, and why they were. I think they were the, the second highest scoring offense in football this year or the third highest behind the Packers and the Chiefs, um, which is true, right? I mean, he, him, the, the scheme he drew up for Henry, for A.J. Brown, for all those guys was incredible. But the fact that they couldn't score, they scored one touchdown in that game. Yeah. So, I mean, like the fact that he, it was just terrible. He had no, he wasn't adjusting. He was running Derrick Henry up the middle into the tackles every first down. And then the only time when they should have used Derrick Henry, when it was fourth and two at the Ravens, what was it? I, I don't know, 38, 28, that side of the, the 38 or the 48, fourth and two, Mike Vrabel punts the ball instead of running Derrick Henry, the, the best physical running back in football. So that, I, I don't know, it was just a really, really poor, they were outcoached. Um, you could say they were outplayed, but I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't you can't pin it to any one player. It was just I couldn't believe what I was watching. It wasn't it wasn't the Titans that I knew from the season, which which sucked. Yeah, I, I imagine it was pretty hard, and unfortunately, it's a, it's been a couple of months. That I kind of forgot what all happened during that game, but I know the Ravens did come out and they uh, they did win that game, and I think they had their chip on the shoulder from whatever happened earlier mm-hmm. in the year, or something like that. But um, what? So I mean. The Titans season came to a close earlier than what you and other Titan fans expected, or even some NFL fans. But what was your thoughts on the Titans season as a whole? It was crazy to me. I mean, it was the, their first, the first time they've they've won their division, the AFC South, since two thousand eight. Um, since I was I was fifteen years old in two thousand eight. Um, and their eleven and five record was the best since that season when they went thirteen and three. So, the the season itself, it's crazy because their defense was I think twenty ninth overall. It was an absolutely terrible defense. They were shredded on almost every every game, and their third down conversion percentage that they allowed was I, I believe like the the worst in league history. Like opponents converted on third down like fifty nine percent of the time against Titans. Um, so their defense was disgusting, but their offense, again, was 
probably the, the best offense as far as scoring and expected points projected or EPA was probably the best in Titans history or that, that I've seen at least. So couple that with the 11-5 record, I didn't know how to feel going into the playoffs because I think that's what makes the playoffs loss sting so more for me because I knew like this offense was incredible. And I was like, all right, well, they were scoring 35 points a game, every game. So if they get in the playoffs, like they're just going to have to win like a, you know, a 42-35 game. And then the playoffs come and it's complete role reversal. The offense shits the bed and they hold the Ravens to 20 points or whatever it was. I'm like, what, what did I just watch? I, I had no idea. So the season as a whole was, was great, but I had to take it with a grain of salt because of the defense. And I didn't think that it would be the defense that was the one that was actually pretty good in their one and done playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and just something to note about that is just like, uh, I mean, with the Ravens, you know, as long if you can stop the run game, then they don't have anything. They don't have any pass catchers, you know, Lamar Jackson's still trying to grow as a passer. So Mm -hmm. uh, just knowing that you uh, lost to Lamar Jackson, I'm sure that stings a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was like, I get it. Like the interception at the end and they were dancing on the the logo, the midfield, like we did it to them. So that didn't really piss me off too much to be 100% honest with you. I like Lamar Jackson a lot. So that didn't bother me. It's just the fact that, like you said, like, it was a revenge game for them last year when they went 14-2 and two and we blew them out in the playoffs. I was, like, kind of hesitant. I was like, sucks that we drew them. I would have rather, rather honestly, went to Buffalo the first game than host the Ravens. Um, so it didn't sting really because it was Lamar. It was just, like, all that history. That's what bothered me. I was like, this team again. Yeah, yeah, I totally get that. So, um, you know, the season – closed and um you did talk about arthur smith a little bit and mike is it variable variable yeah yeah but what was your thoughts on Arthur uh arthur smith getting hired by the falcons yeah i mean i i think it's great for him there was kind of like the expectancy that he was he was going to leave because he's had two really good seasons right this year obviously was um his best in the titans like i said one of their best in franchise history if not the best and then even last year when Tannehill took over and they went on that incredible run like he's he's been probably top three top two offensive coordinator for a season and a half so all eyes were on him and everyone thought he was gonna leave so I think it's good for him I think that um there's still continuity I mean they promoted Todd Downing as their new offensive coordinator and he was um he was just an offensive a tight ends coach I think for them before this so there's continuity in, in who's taking over the offense and obviously having Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown helps you know, I think they'll be okay next year too. Um, but maybe good for Arthur Smith. I, after that game, I was joking around on Twitter. I was like, get him off my team. But like now that now that hindsight's 2020 and I have time to think, like it is a loss, but I think they'll be okay because there is that continuity. Yeah. But, um, you know, jumping back, uh, jumping into, you know, some of uh, you talked about A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry, but I mean, the Titans are losing a couple pieces. So what's your thoughts on um, probably losing uh, Corey Davis and uh, I don't know how to say your Titans name. (laughs) Yeah, Johnny Smith. Yeah, I mean, so Johnny Smith, I don't know if anybody saw that. I mean, Johnny Smith had eight touchdowns in I think it was probably like week nine, week 10 for a tight end. And then he kind of fell off because they lost Taylor Luan, um, their their all-pro left tackle, and they used Johnny Smith, Johnny, to, to block more. 
So his role kind of, they, they internally let it slide. So he was blocking more than route running and, and getting creative the way he had. But before that, the guy had eight touchdowns. So he's one of the, the more dynamic, versatile tight ends in the league. And I wanted them to keep him, right? That's that that would be that's going to be a big loss for them. But the deal he signed to the Patriots, um, four years, fifty million, and I think it's it's thirty one million guaranteed. I don't know if I, I was telling you this or I was telling my other friend this, but that's that's more money than Derrick Henry got last offseason when the Titans signed him oh, to the wow. extension, or, or more guaranteed. So for that. I'm I'm good with letting him go. I wanted him to stay, but that's just a lot for. I mean, he, right now he's the third highest paid tight end in the league, behind Kittle and and Kelsey. So I don't know if I would have given him that deal, but I, I, he is going to be a loss. Um, Corey Davis is going to be a loss as well for them, but he he never really lived up to not just the hype, but his his draft position. Right, they took him five number five overall in 2017. And don't get me wrong, I think he's, again, he's one of the best blocking wide receivers in football. But as far as, like, stats and output, he never really lived up to what he could have been or what he should have been at the number five pick. Um, so I think the market for receivers is crazy. I think, what did Nelson Aguilar get, like, $26 million on two years or something? I think Corey Davis is going to get more than that. So I don't know if I'm, if I'm going to pay a guy who doesn't really have stats that pop off the page more than 13 or $14 million annually. So that might suck too, but I'm okay with letting him walk because I think he's going to get paid a lot. Someone's gonna, someone's gonna pay for talent. Someone's gonna pay for a number five overall pick. Just you know, four years ago, five years ago. Yeah, yeah. And uh, speaking of the Patriots, you know they were making a bunch of moves today, and they did. I didn't realize they paid him that much, and he's gonna be the third highest paid tight end. But I think you know with that receiving core, they don't have anything out there, so they just need. Something. I mean, they even signed, like you said, you know, the wide receiver market is crazy. I mean, they signed Nelson Aguilar today, and I don't know how much that deal was, but, you know, if you're wanting him to be your number one receiver, he had a good year with the Raiders, Mm. but I'm still not bought that you would want him to be your number one receiver. But uh, jumping back to the Titans, um, I mean, what are your biggest wants, needs uh, in the free agency that started? Uh, kind of today. I mean, don't become official until Wednesday, I think. Yeah. Uh, or draft. Yeah. So I think, I mean, it's crazy because I talked about their defensive issues and they didn't have a defensive coordinator last season. They didn't really officially name one, but the person who was calling the plays, they officially promoted him to the, the title or the label of, um, of defensive coordinator this year. Um, so that's Shane Bowen. So he's back. Um, and to, to say that, that in itself, I don't even know how to phrase it. Like you just had one of the worst defenses probably ever for the team and you bring back the guy who's calling the plays. So that leads me to believe that they really think that it was some of the players and not, not the scheme. Um, so for me with that mentality, I I really want to focus on the defense, right? I know we just talked about losing Janu Smith and Corey Davis. And, um, and as we talk, actually, Corey Davis just signed with the Jets. Um, so that's pretty crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, three years, $37.5 million. That's a, I think that's a good get. Um, whoever ends up playing quarterback for the Jets, uh, if it's Darnold or if they draft someone, I think that's a, it's a good uh, – I don't even know any of the receivers out there. So uh, that's, uh, I think that's a good pickup by the Jets. 
But you could uh, continue with what you were saying. Tear, I think, week 12 and out since then. So nothing. So this offseason, I'm looking for defense. And the Titans, actually, a little while ago before I got on the, on the phone with you, signed um, the defensive tackle that was on the Colts, Danico Autry. Um, and they lost the defensive tackle. They lost to Quan Jones, who's a veteran for them. But they're one of their best defensive players, if not the best defensive player they have, is Jeffrey Simmons, their defensive tackle. So you pair this new guy, Danico Autry, um, with Jeffrey Simmons, I think that's that's pretty good interior line. Um, but what they really need now, I want a defensive edge, and um, I want an offensive linebacker too. And sorry, defensive end, I can't talk. I'm thinking of edge rushers, but uh, defensive end or an outside linebacker, I'd like. I'd like them to sign one of those two, an end maybe in free an outside linebacker, uh, and then they also have to get a cornerback too because they just caught Malcolm Butler last week. Um, so defense, defense, defense. If I had to like, if I had to sum it up, I want a an edge, whether it's defensive end or an outside linebacker, a cornerback, and then to be honest with you, since AJ Brown's our number one and we don't really have like a number two anymore, I'd like them to draft a wide receiver too. So that would be my top three: edge, cornerback, wide receiver. Yeah. Um. Speaking of um, you know, edges, isn't isn't JJ Watt uh, you? a you there, man? Yeah. Oh, I don't know if you're on mute or something. No, uh, I don't know. I I think I lost you at one point because uh, I was talking. I was just talking about uh, the Jets a little bit, and then you came back on, and I was like, "Well, I can't I, hear I, you I, if you're still there." Um, so I'm not sure if you want to call me back or something. But I mean, this I could talk Titans all day, so I'm appreciative of you having me on here. But <laughs> I did, I think, lose you. Hey, I don't know what happened. <laughs> I, so we're back. I was like, I was talking about the Jets, and then like I, I tried to turn it back to you, and there was nothing. And we, we sat there in silence for a little bit, and then it just popped back where you were talking in the middle of like talking about the defense and everything. So I just sat and listened, and then I tried asking a question, and then like I got nothing. You're, you're like. I think I lost you. You're not responding or something. I was so confused. <laughs> but uh, what I was saying, that I think that's a good pickup by the Jets. You know, uh, they don't really – I can't even think of a pass catcher that even plays for them. But uh, you were talking about defense and everything. Um, uh, I, I don't – I know that Arizona just got J.J. Watt, but isn't J.J. a defense end or is yeah. he a defensive tackle? Yeah, no, so, he's an end. He, he would have been – I mean, I would have liked him in the Titans. He's not the same as, as he was, and I think the money that they gave him is a little absurd. They paid for the name, but he's still effective as shit. Like, I, I would have loved Watt on the Titans too. Yeah, yeah, and that's what uh, – when you were talking about in, I, I just – I thought about that because I knew I knew at one point I think you wanted uh, – you would like to have him, like you said. But, yeah, like you said, we uh, Arizona did pay a lot for him. But I do think uh, putting him with uh, Jones is if uh, Jones comes back uh, ready to go after being injured last year, I think that's it could be a good defensive line right there. Now, what but, they, um, they cut Hassan Reddick too, right? I mean, he was great for them. Was it just a he's just cap casualty? No, no. So he was okay. So we drafted him about four years ago. We declined his option before the season. Because he was terrible the last three years. And it just happened the year, you know, when we decide to, or 
in the last four years, he was no, no. Let's see. I'm trying to think. We didn't pick up his fifth year option. So this was yeah. His last three years, he was pretty terrible. And then uh, we declined his option. Uh, so his this year would have been his last year with us. And then um, he had a phenomenal year. Uh, you know, he, he finally set in. I think it was his first year. He had the same defensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. And I think their problem with him was kind of like what we had with Simmons this year. We didn't know where to play him. Yeah. And so, um, and then we give all that money to J.J. Watt. Now we don't have any money to give to Reddick. So, that's it wasn't a cut. It was just he's, he's a free agent, and we just happened – to decline his fifth-year option before he had his breakout year. So um, I don't know where he'll end up going, but I really uh, hope he does really well. Yeah. I'd love to have him back. But it, at this point, we don't have any money. Um, we need to make some cuts. Uh, but I don't know who they're going to cut. Um, I know Larry's also a free agent, and they're wanting to bring him back. I was but... going to say, is he coming back or no? And I saw they signed Chandler Jones and Marcus Golden again today. Yeah, yeah, we did sign Marcus Golden because we need linebackers, of course. Yeah. But um, Larry, I don't know, he's going to take a while to decide. And as much as I would love to have him back, I'm too – I just – he's been playing on this, like, one-year $11 million contract every year because, you know, that's his jersey number. I just think if he really wants to come back – that he needs to take a pay cut. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's I mean, he's a great player, but I don't even know if he's a second receiver anymore. Yeah. If that makes sense. I don't I don't know if his production's there to give him eleven million. Especially when we need other pieces. You know, especially after we just gave JJ Watt that, you know, big contract or whatever. But so I don't know what's going to happen with him. I do think after the whole COVID scare this year with him, I think he does hang it up. Okay. But I would not be surprised if he doesn't want last year to be that year he finally goes away because he did miss a couple games. And when he did come back, he wasn't, you know, I'm sure he was, it was hard to come back from. So I don't know what's going to happen, but, but going back to, Defense, you were talking about how the Titans cut Butler. Yeah. Isn't uh, Jackson also a free agent, or is he still with the team, uh, Adoree no. Jackson? So, yeah, so no, he's he's still with the team, Adoree Jackson. They picked up his fifth-year option last season. So this is his – he's playing in the last year of his rookie deal still um, with that option. And Malcolm Butler they, was a cap casualty because Butler played – Butler was their best cornerback last year by far, by leagues. And he's been pretty good. They they signed him. They've had him for three years, but he's thirty one this this year, and it would have cost them fourteen point two million for him. And I guess they just didn't want to pay that. It's a thirty one year old. But yeah, right now Adore Jackson's their number one cornerback in his last year. They put a second round. They used a second round pick um, for a cornerback last year, Christian Fulton out of LSU. So he's like their slot corner. But he missed about, I think, I want to say he missed like 11 games this year for injury. So we really haven't gotten to see what he can do. 
Um, but right now it's, it's, yeah, it's a Dory Jackson. It's Christian Fulton at number two. And then um, Chris Jackson is their number three cornerback. Well, he was a, he was a sixth round pick for them last year out of Marshall. So they're, they're pretty thin at cornerback right now. Okay. Yeah. Um, I get, so I, okay. It makes sense. So, uh, you know, speaking of uh, all the moves you would like to do, uh, I mean, is there, is there any free agents or certain draft prospects that you have on your mind of really wanting the Titans to at least look at, if not draft? My biggest, my biggest want is Carl Lawson from the Bengals. I mean, he's young. I think he's 25, 26. He's a beast. He's effective. He can rush, rush the quarterback. He's pretty decent and, and run run stopping too. Um, so Carl Lawson would be my number one. And then to be honest with you, um, I wanted Matt Judon. I know he signed with the Patriots today too. But if not Carl Lawson, I would rather um, I'd rather Bud Dupree. I know some people like Trey Hendrickson, but if we can't get Carl Lawson, I'd rather them get uh, Dupree from the Steelers. And then other than that, I mean, I, there's no in the draft. I feel like the, the Titans pick twenty second. Um, so it can, you, it can, it could be completely hit or miss there. But as far as like names of thinking in the first round, I'd like Quiddy pay. If he's still there at 22, if not, I'd like Zavin Collins out of Tulsa. Um, so either Quiddy pay or Zavin Collins pay, pays a, a defensive end and Collins is a linebacker, but he could kind of, he could play all over the field. That's why I like, uh, I like, uh, Collins, but nobody, nobody too crazy in the draft. That's just those two. I know Greg Rousseau is an option. Like I said, there's, I don't. I don't even know what to do with the draft until like the day before, because there's so much people that can move, and like I said, at 22, there's so much stuff that can happen before before it. Yeah, I I totally agree, and that was my next uh, little question. Uh, my thought process when you were talking about it is, you know, 22 is a weird position um, in the draft because you don't know what's gonna happen in front of you. You don't know who's gonna drop. You don't know who's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with what you said, you know, who knows what's going to happen. And, um, I mean, I didn't even think Arizona was going to take Kyler Murray, Murray, right. Until it happened. You know, I, I, you know, I was hope at the time. You love Josh Rosen. Uh, I remember that. Yeah. You were like, you were I high on him. I'm not high on him. Yeah. I was high. I still yeah. like, I, I still feel bad for him because he did play for two awful teams, but I have heard that like. His uh, preparation and stuff like that, he never stayed after practice. I heard he was always one of the first ones out of the building. So, oh wow, I don't know if he maybe he's just not he doesn't put all his heart into football because I know he's big into like saving the world or I don't I don't know I don't really know what. <laughs> I think he has other interests outside of football. If that makes sense, I didn't know that. I, I but, just remember him saying. What did he say? He's like all those teams are gonna regret regret it. Like, yeah, on passing him. on him. Yeah, definitely. all ten teams made a mistake, and then he retracted and said, "Well, all the the four teams that took quarterbacks before, yeah, uh, him." Good but luck with that. Buddy. I still believe in him, and I'm glad that Kyle Shanahan's giving him a shot in San Francisco. Uh, so we'll see what happens there. Um, if he doesn't make it in San Francisco, I mean that's his fourth team already. I I don't know. I I guess um, he might be a lifelong backup, possibly. <laughs> he catches on with a different team every year or so. But 
Uh, we'll see how much he loves uh, if he likes football or or not. But that's what it comes down to. I was these hoping guys that, take these guys that want to put in the work, you know. Yeah, but okay. So uh, you know, we talked about a little bit of the stuff you would like to see the Titans do. What I I know it's early, but what what is your too early prediction for next year? For the for the um yeah yeah record wise, do you think they'll make the playoffs? So, I don't know. I mean, if if the the Texans trade Watson, which everyone expects them to do, right? Like he just he doesn't want to be there. They keep saying, "Oh, like he's our quarterback right now. He's a quarterback," but it's like the worst kept secret. They're gonna trade him, right? You don't have to worry about yeah. the Texans. Um, Trevor Lawrence to the Jaguars. I think they can be good. I don't know if they'd make the playoffs or win the division their first year. I don't think I'm, so. I'm gonna say now. I, I wouldn't really worry about the Jaguars. Um, the Colts, I mean, Carson Wentz was terrible last year and he looked like a guy that was done, but obviously you have everybody saying like he's back with Frank Reich and, and the, you know, the person he was his best with, and you could just never, you could never count them out because I think even Carson Wentz at his, at his worst is still he's younger. He's got a better arm than Phillip Rivers last year. So I'm never going to count the Colts out. So I would say right now, and again, this is day one of legal tampering free agency before before every last free agent is signed, before the draft. I would say I think the Titans can win a wild card next year. I don't know if they'll win the division, um, but I, I think they, they make the playoffs as a wild card. So you think the Colts might take the division? Uh, I do. Yeah, I do. All right. Well, uh, I I am glad that you took some time <laughs> to come uh, onto the pot. But, oh, before we go, yeah. uh, so George is uh, – me and him, we've kind of been watching The Bachelor. So um, <laughs> this episode's probably going to come out tomorrow. But who, what is your prediction for who wins tonight? On oh, The Bachelor? I think – Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, so, first of all, I'm not really – this is my first season. I'm watching it. Um, yeah, it's my it's my first year, I'm too. I'm like – I'm not enjoying it, to be honest. I think it's a, it's like it's too much. I feel like it's too fake. Like, I don't know if he's just a bad actor or he's just really weird, Matt James. But prediction before I go, I think he gives the – I don't know if it's a ring or whatever, but I think he chooses Rachel as his uh, as his final one. Yeah, that's what uh, my girlfriend's been saying. And I did think, like, I think him and Rachel did have, like, good vibes, I think. And I liked Rachel, but then I heard – I don't know if it came out lately, but I heard uh, – I don't know how true it is, but I heard that she might be like a racist. So I don't know if they like actually do end up together and then it comes out and we'll probably find out like they're broken up already or something. Yeah, like, some I've crazy. tried to avoid spoilers too, but I, I obviously I saw that thing too with the whole cultural appropriation that she did. Um, but I didn't want it to like deter me from like watching or trying to find out spoilers. So I still don't. So I don't really know who, who wins. If it is her, I can imagine yeah. that they're probably not together still after that whole thing. But Yeah, I, I haven't seen any spoilers. I will say, so I finished The Bachelor last week's episode uh, this weekend. I was really surprised that she uh, he, he cut. Sent home. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, sent Brie home. Because I, I thought, I don't know, like, I, I think Michelle's a good person. But I, I just, I, I felt like after that first date that, uh, Bree and Rachel were going to be the final two. But, yeah, me too. Um, I mean, I, I didn't. I, think, I mean, yeah. 
I thought that too, but then I saw like his chemistry with Michelle. I know now we're just bullshitting and we got to wrap this up, but I, I, his, <laughs> his date with Michelle, like the overnight with Michelle, I was like, wow, I think he really does kind of like her. So I, I don't know. Maybe he'll choose her, but who knows? Yeah. That, like you said, she, uh, he could choose her. And I think she's a, she's a teacher and I think she likes to, I don't, I don't, I don't remember exactly what she all does, but I think, doesn't she like, there's community service. I don't know. Yeah, and I think he does. I don't she even does know stuff. his job too, but I think he works with kids too. So I think that's what he likes about her. Yeah. Oh yeah, that that makes sense. I don't even know what Rachel does. Yeah, to be honest with you, neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I feel like this um, is how poorly the season's been. Like they don't even really go too in depth on everybody's. Like you know, I don't know. Yeah, I I do feel like um, I think the craziest part is how they hide all this because like. I mean, whoever he ended up with, I mean, I imagine they're together right now. Yeah. Unless it unless it was Rachel and they broke up or whatever, but and I'm surprised they were able to hide it. I don't know when they filmed all this, but uh yeah, so I guess we'll see what happens. I'm gonna try to I'll try to stay away from your Twitter so I don't get spoiled because <laughs> I, I watch it on Hulu. Oh, okay. So I watch it like a couple days later or uh, whenever I get around to it. So yeah. Uh, like I said, thanks for coming on, and it was nice catching up with you. Have fun watching The Bachelor tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on, and go Cubs. <laughs> Thank you. All <laughs> right. Take care, Kyle. Bye. Thanks.